Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is someone who is actually a group of cyborgs, Daniel. Uh, beep boop, it's me. Well, you need to say it more racistly, you know, Australian. An Australian? All yeah. right, uh, uh, good day, beep boop, shrimp on the barbie, it's me. <laughs> Fosters, it's Australian for beer. Sure. I actually just got here. Let me. Uh, Jess from Femme Detail. I'm going to give them a free plug. She just mailed me uh, a snack box of Australian snacks. How dare. Yeah. It came with this card that I guess the service she used allows you to attach a photo. So now I have a picture of it's not her cat. It's oh. her uh, co-host cat. It's like an actual printed out photo, like with the glossy oh. photo paper. Yeah. Um, Marty, Marty has a wonderful cat. But, uh, but yeah, uh, well, speaking of cat, I have cat hair on this. Okay, but yeah, we were talking about the Reavers today. Oh, hey, I know those guys. <laughs> yeah, we talked about them. We talked about them a lot. On, Extensively. Uh, yeah, well, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about them. This is the Australian branch. Well, let me just say, Jesse, I think these guys are probably maybe the third or second least dateable people in the Marvel Universe, just in my opinion. <laughs> I, I thought they were a little bit higher because we have Fabian Cortez as, like, really low. Uh, let me see. I feel like they were they were around three, I think. Four or three. Yeah. You're right, I think Fabian was two. Gray was one for a long time, and then he got... Did he get booted out? No, I think I booted... Ah, who knows? It's been such a long time. R.I.P. to my podcast. I was too lazy to schedule. Uh, but yeah, we are gonna talk about the Reavers. Um, there's m- most of them. I'm going to go through their history. Then we're going to talk like a second, maybe about each one of them mm-hmm. afterwards. But but yeah, uh, the Reavers are a team of criminal cyborgs. Uh, they seem to need to tell us what cyborgs are. Well, you know, I feel like if you're reading a encyclopedia of superheroes, you'd probably have an idea what cyborgs are. I mean, but sometimes, you know, comic writers don't. Uh, do their due diligence and then just use words incorrectly. So you know, you never know. Mm, yeah. Sometimes an android is labeled as a cyborg, and sometimes a robot is, you know, a replicant. It's all topsy turvy. Yeah. Uh, the current team of Reavers is dedicated to destruction of the mutant X Men, um, and a number of them, especially, want to take revenge on Wolverine. Uh, the first of the Reavers. To encounter uh, the X-Men uh, was uh, Donald Pierce, the former White King of the Inner Circle of the Hellfire Club, uh, who bears a cyber- uh, cyborg arm. Once when Wolverine broke into the club's Manhattan mansion, he severed Pierce's cyborg arm from the rest of his body. Months later, he rebelled against the rest of the Inner Circle, which was dominated by mutants led by the Black King, uh, Sebastian Shaw. Pierce abducted Shaw's uh, aide, Tessa, and held her captive. However, Pierce was thwarted by uh, Charles Xavier and his own new team, the New Mutants. Tessa regained her freedom and 
Pierce was expelled from the membership of the Inner Circles. Uh, he was he didn't like mutants, by the way. Uh, I mean that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, with everything else I know about the Reavers, that sounds about right. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, three of the members of the Reavers, Cole, uh, Macon, and Reese, were formerly mercenaries employed by the Inner Circle. On the same night he first met Pierce, Wolverine also encountered a squad of Herophile Hellfire Club mercenaries who had been sent to find to find and kill him. Wolverine lashed out at all three of them, Cole, Macon, and Reese, with his adamantium claws, leaving the three of them severely wounded. Probably Sounds a lot more like a Wolverine story than a Reaver story. <laughs> well, it was an X-Men story, because it happened in X-Men. So it is just a Wolverine story. <laughs> no, 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 it's not always... That wasn't until the 90s. Mm-hmm. This, was, this, was, this was still in the 80s when... Was this before it, or after his Japan adventure? Well, technically, canonically after, because he was also there in World War II. Wait, but, he was where in World War II? Japan. Oh, huh. Yeah. Gross. He's an OG weeb. Yeah. He oh, has a that, streak of that... dead Japanese girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, I knew that. <laughs> no, I thought he was... Is that different from the 80s adventure? Because he had the 80s one, too, that everyone knows about, right? And I thought that happened in the 80s. Well, it happened in the 80s, but this was... Uh, but the Hellfire Club thing was a little bit before. Gotcha. Yeah, but like he didn't become... Technically, he had been in Japan prior to this. Just Yes. Okay. Yeah, he did have a Japan adventure a little just bit not, later in just the not, 80s. Yeah, he's had a Japan adventure so far, but he hasn't had the Japan adventure. No. Okay, No. I gotcha. Okay. I mean, also, I mean, like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk about him being, like, a, a very obvious fetishist. For no, we gotta Japanese talk about Wolverine, because this is the X-Men, baby. That's no, all that matters. No, no, it's there's more going on at X Men because if it was just Wolverine, hey, it look would at this little, little guy. He's got claws. Isn't he cool? What if he were the <laughs> leader of the X Men? He was. <laughs> look at this little guy. Look at this little guy. Oh, look at him. He's so yeah. angry. Uh, yeah. Well, he is also five three, which means both of us are taller than yeah. him. Short king. <laughs> yeah, but he'll also stab us. Um. Well, he won't stab us. I hear uh. he smells as well. Well, he he's very musky and smokes cigars all the time. <laughs> so you'd think a man with like hypersensitive nose wouldn't do all those things, but hey. Or he uh, just wants to feel the pain. I've tricked you, Jesse. We're talking about Wolverine still. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. We'll always be talking about Wolverine. <laughs> uh, well, later we're going to be talking about a Nazi for a long time. Um, three three of the members. Oh, I already said that. Uh, I'm talking about Japan. Um. <laughs> Uh, basically, uh, Cole, Cole, whenever they were severely wounded, Cole, Makan, and Reese, uh, they were, like, all turned into cyborgs, and they took Wolverine prisoner in the Inner Circle and attacked the X-Men Winchester County headquarters months later, but Wolverine overcame the, the three men once more. So cool. Love that guy. <laughs> To be okay, to be fair, Wolverine is actually a well-written character. He was just oversaturated. Uh-huh. Like, like he's actually a well-written character. He can like, heal anything. He's the best. He's such a badass. No, no, it's that's not what makes him. That's not what makes him a good character. He's actually. I like bet a Wolverine could beat up. Uh, I blanked on a cool Marvel character because there really aren't that many cool ones in my opinion. Sorry, hot take. Uh, but one of the cooler ones, Cable. Cable's a cool guy. Everyone loves Cable. I bet you could beat up Cable. Look, Cable would could rip apart his skin. Like, in no time. I bet he could beat powerful. up Venom. 
Venom, what a cool guy. They should make him a main character, too. He was for a while, and he actually was really well written because he had Dottie Kate writing him. They should, they should just have Wolverine be Venom. They did it, what, at one time. Yeah, and they, that should just be comics. They should just get rid of everyone else because we don't need them. You just... He, Daniel, there's all these characters are written by different char- people now, and they're actually really well written. <laughs> he'd have, like, black claws because he's Venom, and he, like, could climb walls and stuff. It'd be so sweet. Okay, talk, talking about Yuriko uh, Oyama, <laughs> the daughter of Kinji Oyama, aka Lord Darkwin, the former Japanese right. comic, a former Japanese kamikaze pilot during World War II. That's who the only kind. To, who, who survived a suicidal ta- uh, attack on an American battleship. Kinji Oyama felt shamed by his survival. Yeah, that's how they would do. His face was scarred by the uh, crash of his plane. But likewise, scarred the faces of his two. He also scarred the faces of his son, sons and daughter. Um, Sorry, can we get some like windpipes or like a dulcimer in the background here? A gong, maybe. I just really need to get in the mood. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a gong, and I forget what they called the the. Is it dulcimer also? Uh, I mean, I think a dulcimer it's, is is like the family of instrument for for. I don't know what the specific Japanese one is called though. Like, There's also like, their I, like I, guitar thing. I don't know what that one's called. Yeah, I, 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 but I could hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. Like it, it starts with the gong. It's like dun 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 dun. Yeah, something like that. You yeah, know? the plucky yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the Chinese yeah, we, one for it, but I don't know what the Japanese one is. Yeah. Um. So Lord Darkwind developed a means for bonding the virtually indestructible steel alloy adamantium to human bone, which he used to create a uh, superhero. Superhero, superhuman soldiers for Japan. However, his notes were stolen and taken from, uh, and it took him years to recover the process. Jesse, can can you refer to him, please, um, by his proper title, Darkwind Sama? <sighs> okay, Darkwind Sama. You can also do Darkwind Dono. I will accept that as well. <laughs> I'll do Sama. <laughs> Darkwind Sama. <laughs> uh- <laughs> horrible i hate the sound of that god you know what um this is why i don't like chris claremont that much he was such okay he had he had a he had a he was basically just like one of those white liberals who just fetishized every other uh, every other like culture he thought Mm -hmm. was cool like native americans Mm -hmm. uh bdsm um and like Japanese culture, he was just like, "Yeah, mm, give it to me." And just did the worst. I'm just gonna write three paragraphs of text for these two panels. Hope you have fun, artist. Yep, I'm not gonna trust you at all, even though we have some of the best artists of this time. Nope. Uh, like, uh, what's his name? You know, the one I like uh, with a really Polish name. He did a oh. uh, Demon Bear. Uh, it's Sebel- completely. Oh, Mark, not you, you, yeah, Mark you know Silvestri. Not now. It's uh, no. S- Bill Bill Sakenowicz. S- S- That's it. Sakevich. 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 Yes. Yes. There it is. Got there in the He was amazing, but also he drew some like real racist stuff. I mean, it's the eighties. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So Lord Darkwind despised post-war Japanese civilization. Sama. Darkwood Sama. <laughs> uh, just really hated post-war Japanese civilization, and he sent the assassin Bullseye, many of whom bones had been shattered in battle with uh, Daredevil, uh, bar- a bot brought to his island off the Japanese coast. 
Uh, there, Darkwind replaced some of Adamantium's bullseyes, broken bones with Adamantium substitutes, hoping that, hoping in return, Bullseye would assassinate the Japanese Prime Minister of Trade for him. Arriving in Japan, intent on capturing Bullseye, Daredevil encountered Yokiro uh, Oyama. She sought vengeance on her father for both scarring her and for the deaths of her brothers, who had somehow perished in Lord Dark or Darkwind Sama's uh, <laughs> service. Why we're not talking about the Reavers at all? No, uh, right this now. is a Wolverine no. story. I told you. <laughs> no, right now it's a Daredevil story. Um, which, by the way, is just about as grim dark. Almost, actually, no, more grim dark because it has Catholic guilt in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A daredevil in- oh, I already said that. Um, moreover, the young man, uh, Yokiro, uh, Yurikiro, uh, loved, uh, Kyra, uh, served in Darkwind's private army, and she did not want her father to cause him harm. Yokiro, I keep on saying that. Yeah, Yokiro. No, I'm saying that right. Yokiro, um, guided Daredevil to her father's private island. Bullseye escaped from the island, and Yokiro herself, Slew Lord Dark Darkwind Sama just as he was about to kill Daredevil. Um, but after Daredevil himself left, Kyra committed suicide in despair over <laughs> Dark Lord Sama's death. Uh, I believe the term is seppuku. Seppuku. He committed seppuku <laughs> uh, in despair over Dark Lord Sama's death. I hate myself so much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one when of the- Darkwind Sama Shine Mas. Uh, Wait, Shine Mashta. I- that'd be past tense. I think it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, the Lord, the the shock of Akira's death radically altered Yakiro's uh, outlook on life. She then adopted her late father's po- points of view, and she became convinced that Wolverine had gained his own adamantium lace skeleton by the process stolen from his father. Hence, garbed as a female samurai calling herself lady deathstrike if i'm understanding what you just read to me correctly she killed her father and then immediately said wait a minute that guy had some good points <laughs> now like i hate if, wolverine <laughs> it's like if someone killed hitler be like you know what he was right like sounds like pretty immediately too she's like oh wait hold on and she just becomes one of the uh one of the bigger wolverine villains you know mm. lady deathstrike um Pretend, pretend I'm a, a comics writer in the 80s. That was me taking a big line of cocaine. All right, hear me out. What if we get a sexy Asian woman, but she's got a sword? Six million dollars. I'm going to go over to DC and do the same thing. To, to, be, to be fair, that was what Steve, not Steve Gerber, did. No, yeah, Steve, no, not Steve Gerber. Englehart. Englehart. That's what Englehart did. He made Mantis because he had a crush on... Her basically, and cool. made the safe character of DC. Nice. Yeah, and it was real fetishy. Um, yeah. Of course, because that's the only way Asian women existed in comics uh, for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I think we're kind of turned around a little bit on that for the most Are part. We... we. I have not seen super fetishy, uh, anything super fetishy, at least. Well, you know what? I did hear years. Psylocke in the last like five years finally did get a white body again, so there's something. Finally. Yep. Finally, Christ! I mean, that Katana's was... still out here. Lady Deathstrike's still out here. Shiva's still out here. Yokiro led a number of her father's warriors to Canada, where they confronted and tried to kill Wolverine. 
Lady Deathstrike herself wielded a sword that gave off destructive energy, but Lady Deathstrike was defeated by Wolverine's friend Heather Hudson, the second Vindicator. Um, Lady Deathstrike herself transformed into a cyborg by the other dimensional being called Spiral. She then led Cole, Macon, and Reese into unsuccessful attempt to slay Wolverine in Manhattan. The criminal gang of cyborgs known as the Reavers, led by the cyborg Bonebreaker, operated a small from a small, otherwise deserted town in Australia Outback. Why did we have anything but this? Seems like we went on a really long tangent about Wolverine that didn't really tie back into the Reavers even a little well, bit. We could cut four. We could cut four. Uh, four things out of uh, four paragraphs out of this, and then I think we're talking about the team. Yeah, <laughs> it but hey, like man, that, the Wolverine, like, Wolverine's so cool, you know. Love that he's guy. He's actually a well-written character. Like so, he, has he a got lot of good claws. Stuff. Can cut anything. Adamantium, super sharp. That he's so well-written. What if that, Wolverine like, were to fight Captain America? Could he cut Captain America's vibranium shield? That'd be so not, cool. I bet he could because he's so strong. No, it's adamant. It's an adamantium shield and the thing. They just heard it vibrate in the movies. It's adamantium steel alloy. But the the but the movies. Yeah, but the movies are different. Yeah, they don't have Wolverine in them. That's that's why they're bad. If Wolverine were there, that'd be so cool. <laughs> he's a real written character, and he has a lot. He has a lot of pathos and and whatnot. But love it when he's okay. like smells like saber tooth, bub. Love that. Uh, by threatening to destroy the uh, holy people's holy lands, the Reavers force the aborigi- uh, Aboriginal uh, gateway to teleport them to and from scenes of the robberies throughout the South Pacific. Uh, the origin of the members of the original group of Reavers is not known. On one occasion, these Reavers uh, robbed the Four International Band of S- in Singapore, uh, murdering most of the Hoare family and abducting Jason Hon, who was an executive working at the bank. Uh, later, uh, Jason Hone uh, would become the crime lord Tiger Tiger, but one of the tigers have a Y instead of an I. Naturally. Yeah. In response to the assault on this bank, the sorceress Roma transported the X-Men to the Reaver's base. There, the... X-Men defeated the Reavers in battle. Three of the Reavers, Bonebreaker, Skullbuster, and Pretty Boy escaped by having Gayre teleport them away. The X-Men commit, uh, persuaded the rest of the remaining Reavers to pass through Roma's Siege Perilous and Mystical Doorway. Those who stepped through it, like the captured Reavers, are judged by higher powers and given a chance to redeem themselves. Uh, exactly what happened to the Reavers who passed through the Siege Perilous is not as unknown. The X-Men adopted the Reavers' base as their own headquarters. Um, as for the three Reavers who escaped, Bonebreaker, the cyborg who had no legs but instead traveled on wheels, uh, Skullbuster who had robotic legs, and Pretty Boy who had robotic arms, could greatly uh, that could greatly extend in length. Um, Pretty Boy also could project fiber optic filaments from his eyes, which could reach into the victim's brain and reprogram his or her mind, altering his or her personality <sighs> yeah seems like if he could do that uh he shouldn't need to threaten to desecrate someone's sacred land to convince them to help him but okay yeah i, I feel like they were just doing that because they're cruel and bad yeah. people yeah uh pierce reorganized the reavers under his own re- leadership and a team consisting of him 
himself, Lady Deathstrike, Cole, Macon, Reese, Bonebreaker, Pretty Boy, and Skullbuster. They returned to the original Reaver's Australian base, ambushing Wolverine when he returned there, crucifying him. Wolverine freed himself, recovering by means of his meat and healing factor. Love that, ultimately, so cool. Ultimately, he and his X-Men allies defeated his uh, this new team of Reavers. To be yeah, fair, love Wolverine the, and the other X-Men. To be fair, all of the all of the mutants now are immortal. Every single one of them, no matter which one. Are immortal or mortal? Immortal. Immortal. Okay. They can't. Well, they can die, but they get brought back. Is this a, is this that uh, Krakoa nonsense? It's not. Not. It's. This is the first time X Men has been good for like uh, at least a decade. The first time. I'm not joking. It's the first time it's been good. Like. It's the only way that I'm reading. If it wasn't for Jonathan Hickman, I would still hate X Men. <laughs> so yeah, it just needs more Wolverine. Well, there's two Wolverines right now: Laura Kinney and uh, Wolverine. There you go. Well, That's why it's Logan. good because there's double the amount of Wolverine. Also, Laura Kinney is like real good. She's like real good. I love her. Yeah, because um, Wolverine, but hot. I love that. The only no, thing Wolverine because, was missing because some nice because old tigos. Because she's a good character. Yeah, Christ. sexy Wolverine. Ugh. To be fair, both the Wolverines are sexy, so. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, so Donald Pierce is, he's, we'll talk about them briefly. Because um, there's not really much to talk about them, but Donald Pierce uh, first showed up in a pretty famous story. Um, the X-Men issue number two ni- uh, 229 in January 1980, God Spare the Child. Mm. Um, and this is a this is part of a pretty iconic arc. Um, you have a pretty decent cover, I want to say. You have a Colossus, a Storm, and Wolverine, and the, I'm guessing the Hellfire space. And they're just beating up some people in suits. In red suits. Yeah, it looks like they're beating up three juggernauts. Well, they're not juggernauts. They're just in red suits. But Wolverine could beat up a juggernaut if he wanted to, because he's so cool. Well, Wolverine actually has a very hard time with with juggernaut because Storm's is... belly button seems misplaced here. Oh, it is. It is way. It almost feels like it's on her side. Yeah, that is two different directions she's facing. Yeah, like yeah, that uh, that perspective's also off. Really weird. I don't want to. I don't want to, like, dwell on it too much. Every time I dwell on, like, bad perspective on covers, I just go in a deeper hole each time. Um, but yeah, that's Donald Pierce's uh, first exper- uh, thing. He's just a human super- uh, supremacist, really. Um, he did... Um, I mean, he has... Last time he was seen was, like, almost ten years ago. Because it was around the time when... Uh, um, Avengers versus X-Men came out. It was right after Avengers vs. X-Men event. Um but yeah, there's not much uh really uh for him. He's just he's just a guy who doesn't like mutants. Um also he has robot arms. I mean that's I mean that's cool, I guess. Is it mm, uh, eh, eh. uh then we have uh you know Bonebreaker, which uh first showed up in uh first showed up in um X Uncan the Uncanny X-Men issue two uh 29 and may 1988 down under and uh thank you and wow you know what oddly enough this is very similar to the other one Mm. (laughs) 
You have Wolverine, Colossus, and and Storm beating up a bunch of people. You definitely just linked me to the same exact cover, Jesse. <laughs> it's not the same. Like you get a no. Like the, the link shirt- you've sent me is the same URL. Oh, oh the link. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. No, but it is. Oh, it is almost the same cover, though. All right. It is that- just like. Like, you have the Reavers, like, kind of going uphill, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, I see it. And, uh, well, this was, well, this was right after the era of Mohawk, um, of Storm. But I do love her outfit. Her outfit mm-hmm. is, uh, really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, we get, uh, a flexing, uh, flexing Colossus picking someone up by their neck and then <laughs> about to punch them like they're a goddamn yeah, he's nerd. he's about to murder Beast Boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that one. Uh. And um and Bonebreaker, it's fun. It's Bonebreaker's fun, uh, because he he's he's what I like to call a tank centaur. Mm-hmm. I'm or, I am familiar with Bonebreaker. Yeah, you know, he's just uh just a rad dude. You're just like, okay, I'm looking at your head. Okay, cool. Scan it down. Get shoulders. Yeah. Okay, pecs, six packs. Oh man, there's a tank. And also there happens to be a Gatling gun, like right where his dick would be. It's, I have uh, not seen yeah. that before. That would have definitely bumped the Reavers up, I feel like, in our <laughs> placement. <laughs> no one told me about Gatling Gun Penis. Yeah. Well, you know, that's... Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's that's Bonebreaker, you know. not Doesn't show up a lot, but, you know, it's fun, I guess, to have tank legs. Mm-hmm. He, he's there with uh, Apex, who is an ape with tank legs, but she's super smart. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Then we have uh Cole who is uh these are really Wolverine centric. I think you're I I just all of these are Wolverine centric. <laughs> uh let me uh, get that. Um so yeah, we have Cole who first showed up in the X-Men issue 3 issue uh, 33 in May 1980 Wolverine alone. Which uh, features Wolverine alone. Nice. Yeah, and it's Wolverine surrounded by a bunch of people, and he's uh he's you know that then he started slashing, and then I started slashing. Yeah, <laughs> classic Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um, and then uh, oh, man, I really don't like the Reavers that much. I just I'm so bored. Uh, this dude just has like I don't know what what does this dude have. Well, what is this whole thing? I don't know. What does he even look like? He seems to just have, like, a helmet thing. Wait, Cole. What did Cole have? No, Cole died. I don't care about Cole. Cole's dead forever. Um, then, uh, Lady Deathstrike, who is Lady Deathstrike. Yeah. Like, she has really long nails that are reinforced with adamantium. Is cyborg. Um, she actually first showed up in a Daredevil comic. Good, good for her. Yep. And this was uh this was a uh, Daredevil issue one ninety seven in uh, August nineteen eighty three Journey, and the cover is just like it seems like it'd be your hero and uh, and uh, Daredevil just kind of walking walking down uh, some some Japanese street, you know, with a bullseye just in the background, like wow, I'm I'm menacing. Um, and then we have Makan, who showed up in Wolverine alone, and uh, you know he's just he, you know he's just a guy. You know, mm-hmm. look look at that guy. 
Uh, now we're going to talk about one of my favorite ones because I remember loving him in the uh the X Men animated series. Uh, mm. Pretty Boy. Uh, he has the uh eye tentacles that can free write people's minds and uh and arms that can go real long. Good stuff. And he also showed up in two uh, two twenty nine. So woo! Look, look at this dude. Um, he's he's pretty. And then Reese, who also showed up in the Wolverine Alone episode, I mean, issue. No, just a guy who had a helmet and uh, died. Nice. And then uh, Skullbuster, which I think is the last one for this, also showed up in the Uncanny X-Men Down Under. Uh, and what does he have? He has he has uh, legs. Sure he has, does. Uh, cyborg legs, yeah. But there's more. There's multiple Skullbusters, it turns out. There's a... There's a second Skullbuster, and then a third Skullbuster. It's a lot of busting. Yep, busting, busting skulls make me feel good. Um, yep, that's it. Do you have anything else to say about these Reavers besides, wow, look at those fodder? Uh, I feel like they're probably less dateable than the Gingineer, but more dateable than Fabian Cortez. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it. What do you have to plug? Uh, well, I make uh, illegal audiobooks for the young adult ser- sci-fi series Animorphs. That's called Audiomorphs. Uh, it can be found wherever you would find a podcast, really, but also on my website, theapodcalypse.com. That's like apocalypse, but there's a D in the middle. It's a silly pun. It's my website. It's got all my stuff on there. That's it. Yep. My name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where me and my friend uh, Fiona talk about cryptids and similar details. Um, if you want to support me, you can do that monetarily by going to patreon.com slash alphabetflight. If you want me to do if you want to do it in a different way, you can go to at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram and maybe share a post or say, hey, this person doesn't suck. You should maybe listen to them. And, you know, that would help. You can tell tell a friend, or you can go to your podcatcher of choice and leave a review if it allows that. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night's travels. Good night. Sayonara. That's Japanese for goodbye. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs>